everyone, Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when there are parched or windy conditions out there, you gotta be extra careful with things like burning yard waste. After all, wildfires can start anywhere, even in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. You are listening to The Mayor's Report with Pauline Russo-Cutter, Mayor of the City of San Leandro. As a way to keep you informed, Mayor Cutter will provide updates and activities happening around town. And now, Mayor Cutter. Hello, and thank you for listening to The Mayor's Report. This brief audio digest of city updates and activities is just another way for me to communicate to the nearly 90,000 residents I have the privilege of representing on behalf of the city. In this episode of the Mayor's Report, you'll hear my conversation with Abdul Pridgen, our new Chief of Police. Chief Pridgen comes to San Leandro after serving as police chief at the city of Seaside. And prior to Seaside, Chief Bridgen spent 26 years with the City of Fort Worth Police Department in Texas, where he attained the rank of Assistant Chief of Police. Chief Bridgen received his Bachelor's of Arts degree in Criminal Justice from Dallas Baptist University and his Master's of Public Administration from Tarleton State University. In addition, he received training from the Southern Police Institute, the FBI National Academy, the FBI National Executive Institute, and the Harvard University Kennedy School of Government. Chief Pridgen serves as the president of the California Police Chiefs Association presently. Now let's begin with my conversation with Chief Pridgen. Well, hello and welcome, Chief Pridgen. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, Very good to be here. So, Chief... Um, can you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you were born and raised, and what made you desire to serve in law enforcement in the first place? Sure, that's a great great question. I have um, a lot of history, but I'll try to be succinct uh, and give them a really a snapshot of my, my background and what caused me to go into law enforcement. So I was born and raised in the Bronx, New York, and I had a single, uh, my mom was a single parent, had two older brothers, and she worked two jobs to put us through Catholic school, trying to give us a better future than uh, what she had. And after my junior year of high school, she had gone out to L.A. on vacation and decided she wanted to move us with her. So we moved out to L.A. And after my senior year of high school, I worked at McDonald's for a couple of weeks. It was the hardest I've ever worked in my life and decided I need a better future. So I joined uh, the United States Navy where I repaired computers with a top-secret clearance uh, for six years. I thought I was going to get out and make a ton of money for IBM or Hewlett-Packard. And as I was working for a small company in Las Colinas, which is on the outskirts of Dallas, someone mentioned that the Fort Worth Police Department was hiring. I asked how much they were making, and it was significantly more than what I was being paid. And I thought to myself, I'm pretty even-keeled. I'm pretty easygoing. I think I can succeed in that profession. And that's how I landed in law enforcement. And it's been a little over 29 years. And I'm loving every minute of it to this day. Wow. That's really inspiring, actually inspiring. Um, And it's it's so important to be doing something you love to do. Um, So with that, I have a few questions that I'd like to ask you. Uh, What attracted you to San Leandro in the first place? That's a great question. Because 
before the announcement for chief of police here in San Leandro, I didn't know a whole lot about San Leandro. Uh, much to my surprise, I'd actually been here a couple of times to play golf at Monarch Bay, but I didn't know it was in San Leandro. So I had a, a friend of mine who had mentioned San Leandro might be a good opportunity for me to be a chief given some of the unique challenges and opportunities that existed here and given my background. So I did a little research, uh, learned more about the city, more about the department, and more specifically learned a lot about the city manager and how awesome she was. And I saw it as a really good opportunity to work alongside her and the rest of the men and women of the police department to try to implement systemic change to improve outcomes for people that we, we serve and also to increase trust. So thank you. You know, it's important to play in the community where you serve. And um, so now you know that part, and we're going to get you for the rest of the part. And what are your expectations for our police department? I mean, procedural justice, building trust, working with the community. What what kind of things do you have in mind for us? First and foremost, uh, procedural justice really is the foundation for everything that we do as a police department. And it starts internally with me demonstrating what procedural justice looks like and feels like. And and beyond that, it extends to the community where we treat everyone with dignity and respect. And my expectation is for us to continue to build relationships where relationships don't exist or have been strained, to fortify trust among those that we currently have relationships with and those that may not have interacted with our police department and may just know us through conversations they've had with others to get to know us as human beings and create lasting partnerships where we can co-produce public safety and improve the lives for everyone that comes here in San Leandro, whether they live, work, or play. Thank you. Um, you know, I think uh, so much of what you say um, is so true that um, being a police person is a job um, and police are everywhere in our city. But what we need to do is have our community meet police on their own terms and meet them as people, not only as um, police. Certainly you need them at certain times, but you want to know the person behind who you're talking to. And I really respect that part of your um, talk. Um, what are the current challenges and opportunities for a police department right now? Some of the challenges that come to mind are staffing. We're really short-staffed, some, I think, 12 or 13 vacancies. And there are a number of people who are off on occupational leave. So those are immediate challenges that we're trying to overcome because ultimately we want to be in a position where we can meet or exceed the demands of our community. And right now that's a challenge for us. I see it opportunities, again, to build relationships with people in the community who have historically not connected with the police or haven't had favorable interactions with the police. There are always opportunities, again, for people to get to know us and, more importantly, for us to get to know them as human beings and as members of our community, where we can work collaboratively to make this an inviting place for everyone who wants to come to San Leandro. Okay, thank you. Um, so one thing I'm just thinking of now, um, so there's many um, really violent incidents or, or those incidents that readily come to mind, we're going to call the police. Um, but so many times as a, a mayor, I'm getting 
uh, calls, oh, there's bike riders holding up traffic or, you know, people are speeding or they're spinning donuts or those kinds of things. And so those are the, I guess, quality of life you would call those incidents and so forth. And so as you spend more time, you know, you're getting to know people. I know that people have already been talking to you. You've been very active out in our community. And I'm just wondering if you have something to say to those people um, to, you know, reassure them that it is something the police are working on and, and that you're thinking about it and, and we're trying to come up with some solutions. Thank you for the question, Mayor. A- absolutely. And we see ourselves as community guardians. And there are some things that require police because they might be criminal in nature, they might be violent in nature. But at the end of the day, we are problem solvers, community problem solvers. And so if there are things that are impacting the community, whether they have a nexus to crime or not, our objective is to respond and try to resolve um, the issue to our community's satisfaction. And sometimes that's a short-term fix, but more often than not, it's us working in collaboration with other departments and community members to bring some long-term solution to some of the problems that our communities are facing. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, with that, why don't we talk about a positive story you can share with us um, related to a situation that you've you know, occurred in your career? So the one thing that comes to mind is having worked in Texas, and uh, for the record, I don't have a a pair of cowboy boots or cowboy hat, but having worked in Texas, it gets extremely hot in the summertime, and when I was the captain over West Division, one of the really big challenges was the heat and people who lived in disadvantaged communities who didn't have the money to fix their air conditioners or to even have an air conditioner. So one of the things that I did was I spearheaded a program called Project Cool Breeze because I had someone that I had worked with who had experience with air conditioning units and he was really good at repairing them. So we started a nonprofit and we would repair or replace air conditioners for the people in that community, which did two things. One, it relieved the heat that they were experiencing, but two, it demonstrated that police are more than just people that come to your community and try to take people or cite people. It's about us trying to solve problems and about us making the quality of life of people in the community better. And that's how I see our role as police officers. Well, with that, I just have to say I know that you're going to fit right in, and um, we are lucky that you're going to be with us. Um, We have a fine police department, and I'm really happy to know that you're going to be in there working with them. Um, So thank you, Chief Pridgen, for joining me on the Mayor's Report. Your wisdom and your contributions to our city will edify our hardworking police officers and residents, and I'm I'm just really anxious to welcome you, and um, I know our whole community is, so thank you for being here. Thank you, Mayor Cutter. It's been my privilege. I hope the information on this mayor's report provided you a greater insight into our city. And remember, wash your hands, wear your mask, and maintain social distancing. And get your vaccine. So until next time, let's continue to make San Leandro a city of kindness for everyone to live, work, and enjoy. You've been listening to Mayor Pauline Russo-Cutter provide the mayor's report. If you have a comment or question about the city of San Leandro, please write to citycomments at sanleandro.org or call us at 510-577-3372. To learn more about the city of San Leandro, please visit sanleandro.org.